Hey, how's it going? It's Bill Gardner from the Deep End Games, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. Uh, this show's going up super late. If you follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Night Nerd, you know why. The whole country is in the middle of a winter storm right now. Down here in Texas, it's it's real bad. We uh, In my house, we didn't have water for days. Uh, people everywhere losing electricity for days. All sorts of stuff. It's it's not good. So, as part of that, they came out early in the week. We're like, hey, we need you to unplug non-essential electronics. We need you to not do this, not mess with that, and uh, you know, to try and help with these blackouts. So, I did my part. I know my computer and my recording equipment and everything is a pretty big energy drain. So I didn't record anything at the first of the week. Uh, that brings us here. So hopefully we'll get uh, all these shows up pretty quickly, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. This week I was going to talk about Simon Pegg. It, his birthday is this week, and he's an awesome guy. I actually just benched the boys over the last few weeks, and me and the kiddos watched the new Star Trek trilogy. So Simon Pegg was you know right there. But I feel like given what's going on. I'm going to talk about one of my favorite X-Men instead, and uh, you know maybe maybe next year we'll get around to talking about Simon Pegg. Sorry, and that is Bobby Drake himself, the Iceman. Although it's usually just Iceman, you know, Spider-Man's the Spider-Man, even though people call him just Spider-Man. But Iceman, he was one of the original five. Um, he's awesome. He's been around in so many so many things that you know I think he's. One of the most iconic X-Men, uh, even though he's not... I don't know, we'll get into that later on in the week. But today, I wanted to talk about some of his appearances in video games. Now, with his power set, he plays perfectly into video games. And just, you know, shooting ice and everything. And it goes back all the way to 1994, uh, 95 in X-Men Children of the Atom. Now this game I pumped countless quarters into in the arcades back in the day because it was an X-Men fighting game. Who didn't want that, you know? This is Jim Lee X-Men coming out a couple years earlier and oh man, and this so you had like Colossus and Cyclops, Iceman, Psylocke, Storm, Wolverine, Omega Red. Omega Red was a beast in this game. Sentinel, Silver Samurai, Spiral, Juggernaut, Magneto. Um, and then you could also get Akuma in some versions. But this game is real important because it opened up the... This opened up the Marvel fighting games, which in turn led to Marvel vs. Capcom. So... We all know how much I love those two Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is is an amazing game. And I use Iceman a lot on that and Cable and Ken. That that's usually my team. So, you know, so obviously, you know, he would go on and he would be in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, like I said. Uh, but he hadn't been in any of the other ones, which is which is kinda sad. Probably the strangest game that 
he was ever in was in the 1997 Fantastic Four game. Now, this game, oh, it's a, uh, it's not great. And you're probably thinking, okay, well, it makes a little sense for Iceman to be in there because him and Human Torch have had some back and forths and and done some stuff. Well, he's actually a boss battle. You fight against Iceman in the Fantastic Four game. That should tell you something. Uh, It doesn't make any sense. The game, you know, it tried. It was a PlayStation exclusive. It was supposed to come out to Saturn, but never did. And you got to be all four Fantastic Four if you had that little multi-tap adapter. And it even had She-Hulk as a playable character. So, you know, it was it was okay, but the premise, let me phrase that, the premise was okay. The execution was just not not good at, at all. Um, IGN gave it a 1 out of 10, if that tells you anything. So... Yeah, it's it's scary. Uh, Iceman would go on to be in the X-Men Legends game as well, which is another really, really important game. So X-Men Legends would lead to X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse, um, and Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which they've made three of those at this point. And Iceman has been in all five of those titles, which is really cool. And he has some fun dialogue um, back and forth. You know, that that's one thing about the Legends and the Ultimate Alliance games. Some of the coolest Easter eggs in there are the special dialogue because you'll get you'll have your normal game dialogue, but certain characters interact differently with other ones, and it's just kind of fun. And that system replay value kind of helps you decide who's going to be on your team and. It's just, it's cool. And in Ultimate Alliance, he expanded his wardrobe, which was a big thing. A lot of, they, nowadays, that game would have cost so much money in DLC, but back then, they it was kind of controlled. But he had, like, his classic, his Frost Snow costume. Um, he had his Age of Apocalypse stuff. He had the new X-Men look, you know, with, like, the trench coat where he just ices up his hands and stuff. So it was it was kind of cool. But he was voiced by a bunch of different actors. In X-Men Legends, it, he was voiced by Darren Scott. And then in Rise of Apocalypse, it was James Arnold Taylor, who is actually the voice of Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Taylor would also be the voice in Ultimate Alliance 1 and 3. But in Ultimate Alliance 2, he was voiced by Adam uh, Bobrow, which I don't, I can't really find like a whole lot about what went on there. I will chalk it up to whatever NIST contracts and scheduling because Taylor came back, which is which is neat. Iceman was also in X-Men: The Official Game. Now this game is one that not many people played, but I think a lot of people should. Because it was also known as X3, the official game, which is interesting because it has Nightcrawler and Nightcrawler wasn't in X3. But the purpose of this game was to bridge X-Men 2 to X-Men 3. And it showed kind of like what Wolverine was doing, what Nightcrawler and what Iceman were doing. So those are your three main characters. And they brought in, you know, Hugh Jackman came back, Alan, Alan Cumming, Sean Ashmore, Patrick Stewart, 
uh, Tyler Maine, who's Sabretooth, he came back. So that's, I don't know, I think pretty cool. And the Iceman levels, um, you kind of just flying around on your slide, shooting little ice beams at people and putting up a frost shield. A lot of people compared it to some of the Rogue Squadron games when it came out. Because um, it is, I mean, it's weird to say that it's a flight simulator, but it kind of is because you're just, but you're kind of surfing, sliding through the air. So a slight sim game, a slight sim game. I don't, I don't know what you would call it. It's interesting though, for sure. It, while it's not a great game, it is important because you see that, that bridge that goes there. Uh, X-Men Destiny was a game that got ragged on when it came out. Oh my gosh, nobody liked it. I played it. I enjoyed it because it's a fun little RPG written by Mike Carey who's awesome, and where you create your own X-Men, and you go through, and you're trying to, you know, are you joining the X-Men, or the Brotherhood of Mutants, and what you're going to, what your powers are going to be, how they develop, and everything, uh, but it averaged like a 50 out of 100, uh, with some being even lower than that, like Destructoid gave it a 2.5 out of 10, Ugh. Not great. But another highlight of this game for me was that Jason Marston voiced Iceman, who is Max Goof, we all know. But then he's also been in Young Justice as uh, Bart Allen. So that's a fun little bridge there. And Iceman would go on to be in a few other random X-Men games, uh, you know, or Marvel games, really, there hadn't been a whole lot of X-Men games, thanks Fox, but the Superhero Squad Online, which is another great game, you look at it, you think it's for kids, but Sean Ashmore came back for that that one, uh, Marvel Avengers Battle for Earth, which is a interesting Connect game, is on the Wii U also, um, yeah, that one's, I'm not even going to try and explain it, of course he's in the Lego games, and all the contests of champions and the puzzle quests and all of those. And he's even in the Marvel Powers United VR game. And James Arnold Taylor from X-Men Legends and Ultimate Alliance came back to voice him in that. So, you know, pretty pretty cool. As long as there's been X-Men and Marvel games, Iceman has been there. Now, he wasn't in the X-Men arcade that we know and love and talk about all the time. He was a call-in character, I guess you'd say, in X-Men 2 Clone Wars uh, on the Sega Genesis. If there was like a place you couldn't get by, you pressed C, I think is what it was, and it called in. You could call in like him or Archangel or a couple of different people, and he would create an ice bridge for you to cross. Uh, you know, it's cool. Whatever. I, I dig it. The more Iceman, the, the better. But he's he's always been there, and I think he'll always be there, which is cool. So let me know, what's your favorite playable Iceman? Do you like the Lego one? I mean, everybody likes Lego ones, but do you prefer that one, or the fighting game one, or the Marvel Ultimate Alliance one? Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Make sure to follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Ice, ice, ice.
Can I get an ice man? 